Welcome to the Cool Times Podcast. In this show, business and life partners, Vince and Jenna Free, explore all things cool about the cold storage industry. Hear from industry insiders as they share their cool stories in one of the fastest growing industries today. Here are your hosts, Vince and Jenna Free. All right. Welcome to the very first episode of Cool Times Podcast. My name is Vince Free, and of course, my better half, lovely wife, Jennifree. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. Well, we're going to kick this thing off the right way. And, you know, we have a really cool podcast cover that celebrates you having a glass of champagne. So I have wine tonight. I, think I don't have, have champagne today. I have wine. Yeah. So we're going to cheers to the first episode of Cool Times Podcast. So cheers to that. Clink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this podcast is going to be basically devoted to the Controlled Environment Building Association network of of people that are general contractors, architects, suppliers, vendors, anyone involved in the controlled environment space. That's what this podcast is for. It's for this platform. And we really just want to create a space where people can tell their stories offer, I think offer industry trends, which is important and kind of just share how cool of uh, a space this is. Pun intended. Pun intended. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So I guess let's, let's talk a little bit about you, Jenna. Let's, let's introduce you and your experience in the industry and and let people know who you are. Mm, What do you want to know? Are you going to interview me? No, I'm not going to interview. You just want me to talk (laughs) about myself? Cool. Well, yeah. So, so obviously I'll start and then this will help you understand what we're, (laughs) what we're talking about. So what we're doing here, got it. Totally. So totally. So I got in, I got in the construction, cold storage construction industry in 2005, right out of college. I sold equipment in that space. And then I went from a supplier vendor to general contractor and sold in that environment. And then went to a subcontractor that worked on building the building and and keeping it insulated. And then recently you and I, we branched off and started our own company, Freeze Construction. Mm -hmm. And since then it's been kind of whirlwind. It's, it's been a couple of years now since we started it. Um, For real? It's been a couple of years? feels like yesterday. Yep. (laughs) So and then I serve on the I serve on the board of one of the largest cold storage construction associations, CEBA, which stands for Controlled Environment Building Association. And we got to meet a lot of cool people throughout our our career in this industry. And mm-hmm. being on the the board, we got to serve a lot of great people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I almost feel like this is our opportunity to give back to the industry because when the pandemic hit, this idea came to mind because people started traveling less. And people couldn't really get their story out there, what they do, why they do it, trends that they want to sell you. I can't tell you how many emails I get a day of, of solicitors that are just, hey, this is this, this is that. And, and you just don't know what to click and what is real and what is not real. And, and you know, sometimes you might make that one click and say, wow, this is actually pretty interesting and make take that next level and learn something that you never knew existed that was out there. And if Cool Times Podcast can be a place where uh, someone can come on and someone learns something about uh, industry trend and are able to use them on their next project. That's 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 all for me. That'd be fantastic for me. So you're busy right now. You are a counselor and you are a business owner with me and you're working probably 80 hours a week 
and your involvement in the industry is and in, in our company is pretty heavy. So is that enough segue for you to talk a little bit about Jennifer? Sure. But I'm more interested right now in letting our listeners know that we really want to learn about their stories because one of the things that I have found interesting since really being alongside you since, oh God, how long have we been together? Oh man. Forever. 2000, I know. <laughs> since 2007. So if you got in in 2005, we started, we got together in 2007. So for me, I have been with you for most of your journey in this industry. But one of the things that is so interesting to me is how niche our industry is and how few people really know about what we do. Like I remember back when you were um, selling a product and people would think that that product was something you would like put on a house or something like that. It wasn't, they didn't understand what our industry really did. And sure. so one of my questions that I think is so interesting, and I I, I would love to ask this question of, of any of the guests that we have on is like, when did you realize how cool it is to be in the cold storage industry? Because it really is. Like you said, we've met so many awesome people and who are some of our dear, dear friends now throughout this industry. And it's just, it's so, I, I feel relationship centric Yes, and I love that about it. And I and think it, that's what keeps people there. It does. And, and let me, I, I can relate to this because when I was selling to an ice cream plant, when you walk in a grocery store, you walk down every aisle and you look in the back of all the food packages and, and whether it's perishable, frozen, even the, the dry stuff, this, this product is being made somewhere. Mm. This, this food came from somewhere. Like I never wrap my head around where food comes from in the food supply chain in the, in the cold chain and, and really understood it until I got in the industry and, and more heavily involved in, and understanding like, you know, these, these, there's, there's companies that are making food, packaging them, storing as much as they can in that facility. And then they'll ship that to a third party building that is you know, half a million square feet and it's negative held and it's held at negative 10 or 35 degrees and the food's being stored there. And, you know, then it gets picked up from there to go to your local grocery store. Right. And, and it, it was really cool for me because yeah, I'm, I love ice cream. You know, I'm a fat kid. I, I love food. I love ice cream. So you? <clears throat> yeah. So I, it was really cool. And I got to call on a, an ice cream plant and, and I'm like, holy cow, like they make my favorite ice cream and, and they had free ice cream in the front. Oh, <laughs> so boy. throughout the project, I would constantly just get to go in their cooler and, and eat the ice cream. And it's literally being made, you know, 50 yards for me in the plant. It was incredible. So that, that was cool for me to see that process. I got to see that same process up in Wisconsin at a cheese plant, you know, working at a cheese mm -hmm. plant. And I love cheese. Go figure. We're both from Wisconsin. We, we both love cheese. So we do. same thing Ooh. happened with, in the beer industry, you know, yeah. I got to work on some keg coolers and, and for some pretty cool brewing companies that mm -hmm. I like their beer. So yeah, <laughs> it, it is cool. And, and yeah, I feel like our industry connects the dots to a lot of things. And I don't think, like you said, like before you got into it, you don't pay attention to that stuff. And really, even to this day, when you're walking through the grocery port, you probably still don't pay attention a lot to that stuff. 
But what I think is cool is learning about people's stories of how, when they realize that this industry was kind of the connecting piece that it is. So when, I guess, like, I'm going to ask you, when was that for you? Like in what role? Cause you've had a lot of different roles sure. since you have started in what role was it for you that you realized, oh, dang, like this is, this is a big deal. Like this is a big industry that n- no one really knows about. That's a, that's a loaded question. One example I'm going to give you probably has nothing to do with your question, but it just hits home cool. with me. Like, Us- that's usually how our conversations go. <laughs> No, but but what you were saying made me think of a story that I want to share. And like okay. in 2008, when the economy kind of took a little bit of a dip, mm, right? And yeah. you know, a lot of companies weren't building anything at all. And it hit it hit home with me that we started getting a bunch of phone calls from frozen food companies that were expanding and, and needed more space, needed more storage space. And so these storage companies are expanding and, and upgrading all this, all these things. And I'm like, this is incredible. Until I called on one of these buildings and they're like, you don't understand. You can feed a, you can feed a whole family with two frozen pizzas and it costs you eight bucks. So, mm. you know, if there's a, a recession, if you will, and, and people were, people spend their money in different ways. And, when times change and and times change at that point where people were trying to get more for less when it came mm-hmm. to their food and so mm-hmm. many companies you know thrived during that time because of it i mean the alcohol industry took off too cuz it always does during those times but yeah so which brings me to the, when the pandemic hit that's all we did was every day was a friday so at <laughs> four o'clock we'd go to the front yard and pull out our lawn chairs and talk with our neighbors and and mm-hmm. have cocktails and, and just we you did. know get to know our neighbors that was that was interesting mm-hmm. and it was a, a good time and mm-hmm. it's community's good and but to to your question no i mean it's i don't have one specific thing that i can point my finger on and be like wow this is all it all it's all connected now but, mm. but I know like I kind of group a bunch of things together of like, wow, this all makes sense now of how this, how the, <laughs> this cold chain operates and how the things go mm-hmm. around in a circle and it all is connected. And, mm-hmm. and it's incredible because there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of general contractors or builders that are in our space. That specialize um, in what we do. That specialize yeah. in what we do. And, mm-hmm. and I think there's something to be said there. There's a lot that try. Right. And they'll get in sure. and they'll try and they'll leave and, 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 you know, but, but if, if we can use this platform to, you know, educate people, like, don't just try to do this and, and, you know, be all willy nilly and build a building. If you don't know how to do it, you want right. to, you want to team up with the pros. You want to team up with the people that know this space mm-hmm, and that have been here. Exactly. So if I'm, you know, I'm a third, we're a thermal subcontractors and, and we buy a lot of instrumental panels and floor insulation and cold storage doors and high speed doors. Mm-hmm. I rely on our vendors to educate me on trends, but also I, I rely on these vendors to make sure I'm not messing up. So if I have a building that that's a big job for them, then <laughs> good one. But, you know, talk about panel spans and mm-hmm. I'm working with them. It's like, Hey, you know, make sure I don't step on a rake here. Make sure I'm, I'm, you know, putting in the right product in the right space. I yeah. think that can be said for general contractors. General contractors should hook up with 
other subcontractors that know this space well and can help them be successful. We all need everyone to be successful. No one can do what we do alone and you should well, never do anything in life alone. Right. You shouldn't. And the, I think one of the things that we've realized in recent years is that there's more than enough to go around in our industry. There's more than enough for us to be successful, for our competitors to be successful, for our you know, everyone, there's more than enough work out there. There's more than enough people who have the need, you know, to be met here. So yeah, yeah, there's more than enough. But so let me ask you, let me ask you one more question that if you can't pick pinpoint one moment, and that's totally okay, because it's been a long time that you've been in the industry. Can you pick out a moment that made you go, wow, I really want to stay in this industry. Like this is my home. Like this is where I'm going to build my career. Like I like it here. Yeah, it, it was at it was at a trade show and, and we were at a conference and there's two major conferences a year, one in the spring and one in the fall. And and it might have been a fall conference. And at the time I was I was selling high speed and cold storage doors. And there is this one client and, and my boss at the time is like, hey, that's the guy you need to call on. That's the guy that we need to start doing business with. Get to know this guy. And immediately, and I'm I'm like young, aggressive out of college. I'm like, Oh, okay. Boom. Beeline to the guy. And I don't even remember what I said to him. I think I, I blacked out and I was talking to him, but I literally like, you know, jumped this guy to get to know him and, and, and wanted to learn all about his business and who he was and, and what mm -hmm. made him tick. And he's a Midwest guy, phenomenal person. And, and when we started doing, you know, within a year, a ton of volume with him, I'm like, wow, this, I created not only a bunch of business and successful business that is helping the customer, Two, like this, I got to know him and, and we're friends to this day. And, That's you know, awesome. we've been friends for over 12 years and he's a phenomenal guy. And it's, you know, the people I'm attracted yeah. to the people in this industry. Mm -hmm. They all like to work hard, play hard. They are all, they all care about you. So it's a strong community. And, and that's what really keeps me here because, you know, anybody can, anybody could have just, you know, left the industry and gone off and done something else that maybe paid more money or whatever. But but this space has something to offer that I think no other space has. And that's our, our networking community. I mean, it's a huge, yeah. huge industry, but it's small. Well, <laughs> and that's what, I, that's what I think is so special about it. Because coming in, like this was originally just your career. My career was separate until, you know, I got more involved and we started our own company. But even as, as I was growing as your partner, like the people were just so electric, like the relationships that were forming, like you get excited to see people and you get excited to learn about their lives and their stories. And that's one of the things that I'm excited about doing this podcast is to now, I mean, I know a lot of these people, I know them personally, but I want to know about how they see the industry and how they got involved and what their cool stories are behind why they stayed. Like that's what I'm really excited about for what we're, we're building here. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. Cool. So, I mean, bottom line is I, I am absolutely pumped for this podcast. I am so pumped. I get to do it with you, something we can mm -hmm. do together. And we have so many amazing guests that are on our radar and list that we want to bring on the show. If you haven't been reached out to yet. Calm down. We will. We want to. If you want to be on the podcast, please reach out to me. I'm probably the easiest and best found on LinkedIn. So, mm -hmm. you know, slide into my DMs. And so uh, creepy. Yeah. So, so creepy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hit, hit me up on that. And and we're going to have the social media platforms for Cool Times Podcast, mm-hmm. a Cool Times Podcast, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all four major networks, if you will. So yeah, yeah. That's, you know, by the time you guys are hearing this, that'll already have been launched. So, you know, the wheels are in motion and, and we're excited to, mm-hmm. to really put a magnifying glass on this industry and, and really help other people learn more about the industry, industry trends, uh, stories, and, and who, you never know that one guy that you've been trying to get a hold of, you might learn something you have in common with him that you guys can relate and connect and build the relationship, build the relationship. <laughs> I'm easy. I'm a Packer fan. Like I got yes. Packer stuff all behind me. I mean, people know I'm a cheesehead. I'm, I'm a Packer fan. Mm-hmm. So Packers I got some and Justin Timberlake and hey, a little bit hey, of hockey. Don't rag on Justin Timberlake. He's my favorite. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. aware. Uh, yeah. We're all aware. There's there's four things I love, and they're all on this thing behind me right now. And if you're not watching the video and listening, then I'll name them. It's tequila. It's Green Bay Packers. I got hockey right there, and I got a Justin Timberlake album. <laughs> Ouch. As you're doing a podcast with your wife. Babe, I can't put you on that stand. You don't fit. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Even more. <laughs> Oh, like you, oh I, yeah, I thought Here like the human body of you on that. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Babe, I well, got a tattoo of you on me. Anyway. No, you don't. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I don't. So I'll answer your question. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My um, grandfather was in the construction industry, more on the residential side. My father was in the construction industry, more on the residential side. And that led to my mom being a really big part of the business. So I come from a family of entrepreneurs. I ran my own business uh, shortly after college. And, you know, that just feels like it's in your blood at times. Now, that wasn't obviously the best experience because, you know, when you start a business at the start of a recession, not the smartest move, but you learn a lot from things like that. And you understand more about when someone comes to you and they say like, this is on my heart and this is important to me. And for a while I was really against doing what we're doing now. And it was just because of, you know, being scared. It was because of being scared of things that haven't worked in the past. And I am really happy that I listened to that kind of entrepreneurial spirit in me to get behind you and support you and say, okay, let's do this. Let's try it. Because if we didn't, we would always think about it. We would always wonder, could we have? And so I'm excited now that we're doing it. So I do, I do a lot of our, I do a lot of the stuff you don't want to do. Paperwork, you do you do taxes. You do, and I thank you for that. Yes, I do a yes, lot yes. of that stuff, which is good. So I do that probably three quarters of the time. And then I do do counseling. I am a marriage and family therapist and I do that part-time. Absolutely. So you you reminded me that one of the coolest things about our collaboration and just in life in general, and now this journey of, of the business and even this podcast too, like, you know, I come from a family of, of construction workers as well. And my dad was in the union. He worked for a concrete contractor out of in, up in the Madison, Wisconsin area. And it was just, construction has kind of always been in our, our DNA and your, your dad being in construction and, you know, 
when your dad retired, he didn't really have anybody to leave his legacy behind to, uh, to keep, you know, Krug and Schultz construction going. And, Mm -hmm. and I remember when we started this, like, you know, that, Krug and Schultz construction may be dissolved, but the DNA is in us. So the, it's yeah, not gone. And, and, and I think we instill a lot of the things that your parents' company had, and that's really just taking care of the people and mm-hmm. taking care of Always. your employees and creating that company culture that's different than anybody has ever experienced or witnessed before. Mm-hmm. And you know, I want to take that same culture and vibe into this podcast. And I want people to feel at home and I want people to be successful and have fun in this. Like this, this podcast is, it's, it's not a podcast that you, it's not safe for work. Okay. It is not safe for work because I think that mean it means the following. We will swear. We will drink. (laughs) (laughs) We will swear. We will drink. And there's going to be stories that are, are going to be crazy. And Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, like, there's some crazy things that happened throughout my career in this industry that might not be safe for work to just listen to it on a higher volume. And and we're going to get into those stories. I'm not going to divulge all those stories today. Those are going to, those will come with our guests because a lot of my life experiences in this industry have been and will be with a lot of guests we have on the show. And and those will be brought up at that time. So all the more reason to tune in for future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe now. <laughs> yeah. So um, excited to have everyone subscribe, tune in, listen. Please share this with people. And mm-hmm. yeah, welcome to Cool mm-hmm. Times Podcast. Welcome. We're happy you're here and we're happy to create this platform. So cheers to that. Cheers to Thank. that. <laughs> clink you can't right. you can't you can't you have to drink you can't put oh. it down you get that's oh. like your number one rule what's wrong with you hmm. well i was trying to sign off so <laughs> thank you guys for listening and we are signing off we will be with y'all soon cheers We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Cool Times Podcast. To learn more about Freeze Construction, visit www.freezeconstruction.com.